Hey guys, welcome to Grey, the podcast about the light, the dark, the hilariously obscene, and everything in between. I'm Emily, and that's Dylan. Hey! Let's hit it. That was great, baby. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm a singer. You are a singer. <laughs> Breath support. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? Fine. Just fine? Yeah. Why? I'm sick of being in this house. I know. But the world's kind of turning around. I know. Which is great. So it won't be too much longer now. I know. Tomorrow's going to be a good day. Tomorrow is going to be a good day. Tomorrow is going to be a good day. <laughs> I had to think about I it. I did. <laughs> It's so going to be an interesting day. So we're recording this podcast a day before. Pre-inauguration. Yes. So. We'll see you all on the other side. See you on the other side, everyone. <laughs> by the time. Less by the, than 12 hours. Actually, I don't know what us, time it actually is. I don't either. But by the time. Next time you hear from us, we'll be a weekend. And uh, I'm sure it'll be a great week. Smooth sailing. <laughs> from here on out. <laughs> Oh, hey, we started watching, moving on to our normal uh, TV coverage, uh, we started a new show, just came out on Disney+, Plus, WandaVision, which is a new Marvel TV show that Emily didn't know had released, but she had seen that it was, you had heard that it was coming out, right? Yeah. Because you, you know, you follow, um, oh my goodness. I, I, Elizabeth Olsen. Thank you. I just wanted to call her Wanda Maximoff, which is her character's name, but I know that's not, not right. Elizabeth Olsen and Paul Bettany and um, the two of them in that are great. The show's great. I know. I liked it a lot. And we both walked away from the first two episodes like, I have so many questions, but I'm glad that I do. Yeah, but not in a bad way. Right. Also, I it's interesting to me that they took so much time setting up that world when it seems like that that world is going to go away fast. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, not that I don't necessarily think it's going to go away. I think the world is just going to evolve because they're going to keep the same characters and everything. But they've spent two episodes solidifying a style it's almost like you're watching an episode of bewitched Mm -hmm. or yeah exactly because you know she's a witch yeah i think they just do it they do a really good job black and white but at the end of the episode everything turned color yep so i bet the next episode that comes out will be the rest of them i think will be in color color yeah i'm i'm just very interested to see where it it goes i liked it it's a lot of fun yeah i think everyone on it does a really good job they're great really excited to see what happens with it yes and we've been watching oh my Armitages. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, don't laugh at me. That's funny. We have to cut that. I don't think so. Cut. <laughs> cut that out. <laughs> and we have to watch, or we've been watching Friends. Mm-hmm. She's kind of on in the background most yeah. of the time. Yeah. I introduced Emily to Whose Line Is It Anyway? If anyone knows what that show is, it's a, basically an improv. It reminds me of improv class. Yeah. But they're funnier. But they're funny. <laughs> <laughs> They're like really good at it. Yeah, that show's great, and they they actually rebooted it. I think there are episodes that are that they're still making. I just different didn't. host now. I can't remember her name. If you saw her, you'd recognize her. Actually, okay, the new host. Well, I don't know. I just sit and watch that. I mean, it's a little outdated. The old ones. Yes, and it's a there are some problematic things in it. Yeah, but the things that they come up with, I'm just like. Well, in the amount of on the spot singing they do like the lyrics they have to come up with i know that is wild to me that's wayne like wayne brady is like their main one that they have do that uh and he's just he's just amazing in general he creates like a full song and it like sounds good (laughs) it's good and he's a great vocalist so like and it like makes sense yeah it makes sense and it uh, lyrically and vocally he's just he's amazing so it sounds great and the pianist laura hall uh, laura hall is her name uh she's fantastic and the two of them just play off each other and it's great Anyway, those are both on HBO Max, Friends, and Whose Line Is It Anyway? So if you have that, you should definitely, and you haven't seen Whose Line, you should definitely check that out. I yes. used to watch that show a lot, uh, like, when I was supposed to be sleeping, like in high school and middle school. Dylan. <laughs> I had a TV in my room. What do you expect? I'd never had a TV in my room, probably for that reason. Probably. Although sometimes my parents would catch me reading late at night. <gasps> what a rebel. And they'd tell me to go to bed. <laughs> they go, Emily Sue Banks, and go to bed. Nerd. So... <laughs> Leave me alone. But other than that, there's not too much else 
in the realm of TV and movie. I mean, no. I, yeah, I think I don't think we've started any other new stuff. Oh my goodness, we have to watch Prodigal Son. For Prodigal two Son of the new season are out. and um, I was about to say Kimmy Schmidt, but it's not Kimmy Schmidt. <laughs> it is um, the the playlist. Oh, Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist? Yes. <laughs> the, the playlist. I was about um, to say Zoe's Infinite Playlist. Which is... Like, um... You have mixed two shows. I know. Show, a that's show what and I was movie. saying. <laughs> that's why I was like, this is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yep. How far into that are they? Two episodes? Three episodes? I don't know. Okay. I haven't been paying attention. I feel like these past couple of weeks, I've just been... A blur. Well, I've just been, like, so busy. But, like, on little things. Right. So, lots of good TV out there to watch. Uh, right now so listen to what we say and watch these good shows um and i think that's about it i'm very excited for tomorrow we made it we did it four years later (laughs) well if there's nothing else what do you have to share this week all right i'm very excited i know you are you're telling me how excited you were earlier i've been wanting to do this one since we thought of doing the podcast what is it Okay, so this is the Hollywood Hills Burglar Bunch. Is this why you were watching the Bling Ring? Also the- known as the Bling Ring. <laughs> <You're> so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fun. I'm excited. I've never seen that movie, so. I'm sorry. You say it's so dumb. No, just. But you've it never so dumb. seen it. Here's the deal. Whenever you and Brian would talk about the Bling Ring, I just assumed it was some silly chick flicky type movie. Am I wrong? It's not really a chick flick vibe. It's weird. It's weird. What do you mean? It's, well, okay, the movie is not that great. (laughs) It's more of a, but is it like a cult classic type of movie? Kind of. And it's also like a vibe, if that makes sense. Okay. I mean, I I haven't seen it, so I can't, I guess I don't know necessarily what you mean. It's not, I wouldn't like classify it in like, oh, this is a chick flick or this is. You know what I'm saying? Right. This this is just my initial thoughts, having never seen it, but only hearing you and Brian just like speak about it a little bit. That's just what I assumed that it was. So that makes sense. What you're saying now. But tell me about the real story. Okay. So the actual bling ring happened and the burglars, the burgle, burgling? The, the burglar ring. The robberies. There you go. That Either way. <laughs> couldn't started... The robberies happened between 2007 and 2008. Okay. So the Bling Ring was a group of high school students from Calabasas, California. That's where the Kardashians are from. Calabasas. didn't know. Calabasas. <laughs> that sounds like that Carol Baskin song. You didn't even song. hear me. I did, where the K- Kardashians live. It's a very important fact. Great. <laughs> oh, keeping up with the Kardashians. Aren't they done? Right? Did you tell me that? Well, I think there's one more season coming out. But right. then I think they just moved to Hulu. Um, probably because Hulu's going to pay them more or something. I probably. don't know. Anyway, it takes place in the hometown of the Kardashians. Yes. Um, and these students were obsessed with fame and celebrities and that lifestyle. They're in the right state for that. They just wanted expensive things in general. So there are seven members of the Bling Ring. And... Okay, so the story starts with Rachel Lee. Rachel Lee was sort of the ringleader of the group. Her mom was a successful businesswoman. Her parents were divorced, but um, she didn't really have a good relationship with her dad. And I think her dad lived in Las Vegas or something. So she started at Calabasas High School, but she was expelled from that school. Bye. Uh, Nobody knows why. It's probably because they paid to cover that up. Mm, Probably. Rich enough family. Yeah. So not her, not her permanent record. Yeah. So she went to the alternative school in town, which is the Indian Hills High School. So she grew up very well off. Right. And she lived in a very rich part of California. So she pretty much got whatever she wanted. Sounds about right. Was she an only child? I believe so. Mm-hmm. Um, she drove a brand new Audi to school. <sighs> she was the stereotypical popular mean girl at the school. And she also just kind of gave off this like rich bitch vibe. So she's Regina George. Yes, basically. But Great. she thought it was really cool. I'm sure she did. Regina George did too. Yes, 
Regina George had some depth and she was just sad, but still. <laughs> See, you like chick flicks. <laughs> I've. Uh, <laughs> you know what? It's fine. The Mean Girls is a good movie. <laughs> but yeah, she thought being mean and she thought that was a really cool thing to do. Great. As did a lot of. It reminds me of high school. I was going to say a lot of popular kids in high school thought that. Okay. So now steps in Nick Prugo. And he also got kicked out of Calabasas High School uh, for not going to that school. Ah. (laughs) He just skipped so many days that they were like, you can't come here anymore. That's fair. And he also ended up at the Indian Hills High School. And he was immediately drawn to Rachel's bad girl, rich girl vibe. And they bonded over their love of fashion, celebrities, and social media. Nick was also a child actor, and his dad did something for NBC. He he was like a, I don't know, something important. In terms of, like, the company? Yeah. Oh, okay. Probably a... I don't know if he was like league. a producer, uh, or he was, he was like a big producer. deal at NBC. Yeah. So in 2003... Oh, this is a fun little side note. So in 2003, Nick had a role as Kenny in The Little Lost Souls, Children Possessed a made-for-TV quasi-documentary about the exorcism of children whose parents believed them to be possessed by evil. So if anybody that wants to watch that, that's called Little Lost Souls, Children Possessed. I want to watch it. Is it like a reality <laughs> show? No, I think it's um, I think it's a documentary, but it had like flashbacks. So, okay, so, okay. So based on true facts, or no, documentary, that's, duh, that finished in documentary. And then he was an actor in like a in like a uh, recreation. I think so. Okay, huh? So that, I think that was probably like his biggest credit. Credit. Yeah. So I don't think he was that serious about acting. Right. He was more serious about celebrities. Okay, so he was known to be kind of sassy, and he would say mean things to people to like try to be funny. Um, and he there are like videos of him online being like. He's got a video camera or maybe his phone or something being like, are you the fat girl that doesn't know she's fat? And like, he'll just ask. Oh, just like go up to random people? No, this was someone he knew. Oh. And he was recording it and he walked up to this girl and asked her that. And it was just like, and then he turns the camera around and starts laughing. And he posted that on social media. Of course he did. I don't want to be your friend. No. Okay. So Nick gets accepted into Rachel's friend group. And that meant a lot of clubbing and a lot of going out. And pretty soon, he got hooked on drugs. And because of that, he started to steal from his parents to continue being hooked on drugs. Yeah. Pay for his drug habit. He ain't got no job. No. Didn't even go to school. Well, he's still in high school. Oh, right. But he didn't go to the first one. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Okay. So by March 2007... Rachel and Nick started checking cars. To see if they were unlocked? Like yeah, handles? which means they literally just walk around in these million-dollar neighborhoods and pull on door handles, and if one opens, they take whatever they want. They would take cash, credit cards. If they liked a bag, they would take a bag, and they'd use that money to go to the club, or they would go on shopping sprees. Say, so with the club, they must have had fake IDs, obviously. Yes, but also when you have money... Mm. True. You tip the bouncer, I'll let you in. If you have enough money, you can do anything you want. Laws are only for poor people. That's very true. <laughs> no one's above the law, except for the people that are. Exactly. Okay, this is something that Nick said later. He said, we wouldn't be masked. We wouldn't be in gloves. We wouldn't look conspicuous. We'd be just natural looking, so if anything happened, we'd be just like, what? We're normal kids. It wasn't that we were criminals okay he doesn't know how to speak that was literally a copy and paste but he's basically saying like we look like we belong in these neighborhoods so if someone would ask what are you doing we'd just be like we're just teenagers hanging out so it's kind of perfect they're diabolical (laughs) it's kind of perfect they're hiding in plain sight yeah it's not like they were doing it in the middle of the night either they would just go out in broad daylight and do this i'm sure yeah i'm sure they did both yeah right Okay, so Nick was also friends with a guy named Eden Shizzle. Eden? Yes. Weird. Shizzle? Yes. Super weird. I think that might have been like his my... I think he was sort of MySpace YouTube famous. Mm. 
at the time. He was also friends with the Sprouse twins. Oh. Which is why Nick was interested in being friends with Eden in the first place. Because he had a Because he wanted to be friends with... Dylan and Cole. Dylan and Cole. And eventually they got to be pretty close because Nick knew... You know that live action Peter Pan? No. What? Movie? Yeah. Hook? With Robin Williams? No. um, It was... I think it was just called Pan or something. The one with Hugh Jackman? No idea. I I think it's called Peter. I don't know about that one. Oh, well, the kid that played Peter Pan uh, was... Is friends with Nick and his family. Oh, okay. So he's like, well, we can... Let's hang out. Um, And then Eden... was like okay fine we'll all hang out and they actually became they became they came they actually became friends and they started hanging out a lot but he nick was never a good friend no nothing about him tells me that he would be a good friend to anybody even to that rachel chick i think that's the one person he was a good friend to oh well because she was mean to him if that makes sense okay so while eden and his parents were out of town rachel and nick decide to break into his house nice they find 30 to forty thousand dollars from a safe box in eden's parents room and they take it and then they decide to take eden's infinity infinity the car yeah yeah infinity um and they go for a little joyride and go shopping probably with all the money they just stole yeah, I'm sure they, yeah and then they bring back the car and then they just go about their day well at least they brought the car back Hey, well, then I think they would have for sure gotten caught. Oh well, yeah, we're saying how, how how considerate of them to how considerate bring the car back. <laughs> okay, so they also, top it off too. No, <laughs> that was one thing Eden said. He was like, "My gas was empty when I got back." So <laughs> like, I filled it up right before I left. <laughs> he didn't even know that they took the car out until the movie. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> and then he asked around, and he was he figured out that that was actually something that happened. Wow. <laughs> okay, so around this time, uh, another member named Diana Tamayo. Tamayo? Tamayo. 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 Okay. <laughs> Tamayo. See what Tamayo. I did there? Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Diana Tamayo, who was the student body president, also voted to have the best smile. Wow. Good for her. You know, good for her. Well. Oh. She and Rachel briefly got arrested for stealing $85 worth of product from Sephora. (gasps) Not Sephora. And everyone was a little bit shocked by this because Diana was such a good student. No one expected that from her. Yeah, but bad kids have a way of influencing other kids. Well, and now she's, she's into stealing things and it has joined the bunch. The burglar bunch? The burglar bunch. (laughs) <laughs> Bling ring such a better name. I don't know. I kind of like the the Hollywood Hills burglar bunch. Some, I mean, it does it does flow a little bit, but I just feel like the bling ring has like it's it's just it's it quick, does it's concise and it gets it doesn't really get the point across. I guess you're right. Branding. They're both good in their own <laughs> respect. Branding, yes. Oh yes, branding. Okay, I lost my page. I'm um, so sorry. Shoot. You'll find it. Oh, I end. found it. Okay. Vamping, vamping. You got it. I'm here. Okay, so Rachel and Nick and the rest of their friend group basically use all the money in the credit cards they stole for bottle service and drugs at clubs. Perfect. And one of their favorite places was called Ledoux. It was a club that a lot of celebrities and kind of wannabe celebrities hung out at. Mm -hmm. And one... Someone they met there through another member of the bling ring named Courtney... Kardashian. No. Ah. Courtney Ames. Okay. Actually, for a while, they thought Courtney Kardashian might have been a victim of this, but she wasn't. Oh. Fun fact. Little tidbit for you. Fun fact. (laughs) Fun fact. It's a new sound cue for fun fact. Great. Thanks. Okay. So, Courtney Ames, who was another member, she introduced them to someone named johnny dangerous who was a club promoter at this club and also was a drug dealer doesn't sound like a real person's name i feel like i've heard that name as like a character in a tv show it's not um i don't know what his real name was though i didn't write it down right but that's just what they called him right yeah that was just his 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 moniker is that is that the right word drug dealing name (laughs) you know 
you know, like you have. Like you have. <laughs> <laughs> it's casual. <laughs> Nothing uh, casual about Johnny Dangerous. Nothing. Anyway. <laughs> Playing with fire. <laughs> Light it ablaze! <laughs> okay, so because they spent so much time and money... Wait, what am I saying? I don't know. We're having fun, though. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my, my train of thought. You've been left at the station. Am I distracting you now? Yes. It's <laughs> too bad, isn't it? <laughs> um, so every time they went out, they literally got wasted mm-hmm. like wasted to the point where you're throwing up and i'm sure i'm sure johnny d was happy to oblige well yeah because they just bought more stuff from him exactly and so whenever they showed up at this club they showed up at ledoux or i'm probably That's not right. saying no, that right but they just let him in they're on the list every time yeah i'm sure johnny's like they're gonna spend money you know it just sounds like that hurts because <laughs> they would go out basically every night yeah, but they got young bodies that'll bounce back. School nights. They, they honestly probably didn't feel it that much the next morning. Oh, God. It sounds like, ugh. Ouch. <laughs> Pain. Sounds like Emily's going to be in bed for for three days afterwards. Correct. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Okay, sorry. Okay. okay, so one night, Rachel was reminiscing ah, about the time. The good times. About the good times <laughs> when she robbed um, Eden Shizzle. Ah, in public, she was just telling that story. No. Oh, okay, good. She was thinking in her mind. Oh, I, well, sometimes people reminisce out loud, so I was I wasn't sure. <laughs> uh, and she decides she wants to rob again. Ah, I think I shall rob again. In the movie, um, one of them goes, "I want to rob." That's just what they say. It's just a line. Yeah, it's a line. Emma Watson says it. Emma Watson's in that movie. Yes. Who else is in that movie? The girl that plays Violet from American Horror Story. Having a hard time picturing her face. I know I would recognize her. But yeah, she says, I want to rob. And she sees a tweet that Paris Hilton is hosting a party in Las Vegas. So she goes online and finds Paris Hilton's address and decides she wants to break in. Excellent. Yes. Casual. And she was like, you know, Paris probably didn't lock her door. Paris hadn't locked her door, had she? Well, this is what happens. So okay. they get to the gated community and they plan how they're going to get inside the gated community. And basically they'd use Google Maps to find like a way in. Mm-hmm. And they basically just walked up to the door and they th- they find a key under the mat. And I'm like, I'm sorry, Paris Hilton has a key under the mat. Are you that surprised? No, but in the movie, it's really funny because they had a keychain with an Eiffel Tower on it. <laughs> Oh, funny. <laughs> and a key That's under the funny. mat. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Um, but it turns out they didn't even need the key because it turns out Paris did, in open. fact, leave the door unlocked. Dumb. I bet she doesn't do that anymore. Ever, ever. Hey, side note. They actually... <laughs> Fun fact. So they actually shot in Paris Hilton's house for this movie. Oh, really? Yes. That is cool. Okay, but here's the thing. It's Paris Hilton... She's very rich. Mm, yeah. But she has so much crap in her house. She didn't even know she was being robbed. <laughs> That's true. Uh, that documentary you watched of, of her and they spent a little time in her house. And I just remember thinking in the couple of, you know, a couple of shots they showed of her, uh, inside her house. Like, oh, my God. Why do you so much shit? Well, I guess she did say, because this is another story, but Paris Hilton was in like a scary boarding school. And we've talked about it a little bit on here. Like prison boarding school. Mm -hmm. And they took everything away from her. Like she had no possessions at all. So she vowed when she got out of there and was able to make money for herself, she was just going to buy everything and keep everything. Everything that she wanted. Um, She would get. Yes. And let me tell you, she did it. She followed through on that promise. It's just like, it's uh, it's kind of like tacky, but expensive tacky, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, it's just so much shit. Yeah, it's rich people tacky. It's, it's just things, like shit, it's like Joey's, but expensive shit. It's like Joey's apartment when he lives by himself. Correct. You just gotta but all of, pink. Right. <laughs> <laughs> all pink. Okay, so the first time, they steal a bunch of stuff. They steal some shoes. She also has a whole room of shoes, by the way. Emily's dream. Yes. If this recording studio could be Emily's shoe closet, she'd be happy. <laughs> we still can make it happen. Not we could like happen. put racks up Not on the happen. walls. 
Oh. That's the, the one thing I don't need you doing is having to go up on a ladder to get your shoes. Going up on ladders at all. I don't know what you mean. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they also took, they each took $18,000. Yeah, it's easy. It's easy pocket money. But I'm sure that she doesn't. She did, it was just laying out. It's I'm literal sure. change. Yeah, for her. And on the way out, they took a bottle of Grey Goose. As one would. As 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 you do. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's a little party favor from uh, Paris. And they went back three more times. That night, or no, just in general. Just in general, gotcha. they brought back the rest of the Bling Ring crew. So they could carry on more crap. Yeah. Well, and then they wanted to look. So they literally got so comfortable that Rachel literally put Paris's spare key on her key ring. Oh, my God. And all Paris did was replace the key. (laughs) She didn't even change the locks (laughs) when her key went missing. Which is funny to me that she would do dumb, like these quote unquote dumb blonde things. I know we're both blonde and we're not dumb, but like there's that that's she is like the epitome of the dumb blonde but when you like in the documentary i remember thinking she's not a dumb person i think it so at that time this was literally like the first one that happened also i think she's in a gated community she probably has people like cleaning people that have to come into her house yeah so she probably has people coming in and out of the house during the day. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It probably wasn't something that she even had to think about, really. That's fair. Also, all these other stars, it happened to a ton of people. Right, right. It wasn't just her. It wasn't just her. Okay, uh, but they did not keep this a secret. Why would you? They broke into these houses and they took pictures while they were in Paris's house. Oh. <laughs> they also took pictures of them wearing Paris's clothes and like the things they stole and they put it on their Facebooks. Great. And their MySpaces if they had MySpace back then. I don't know. Uh, yes, they did. And this was all fun and great until one of them, one of the times they were there, stole $2 million of jewelry from her and they put it in our Louis Vuitton duffel bag. I saw a picture of it. It's just like a counter full of like I'm sure diamonds. It was probably and like, heavy too. Yeah, and I'm sure a lot of these pieces were like made for her. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they can wear it because no. it's literally like Paris Hilton. Yeah. <laughs> so and that's when Paris realized that people were stealing from her because she all her jewelry is gone. Right. These are things. Yeah. Like you just said. honestly, if they had just kept, they had been going in there when they knew Paris was gone. And they just stole little things. Like they'd been doing? They probably could have kept doing it for probably. a long time. But there's therein lies, but I, there's the rub. As people get comfortable, like you said, they started taking pictures and then people get greedy. And they get bored with just doing that. Yes. They need more. Yep. It's like drugs. Yeah, just like, yeah, exactly. It's an addiction. Yeah. At, at a certain point. And so Paris uh, filed a police report. So the group decided they need a new target. And so they go after Adrena Patridge. Do you know who that is? Mm-mm. Adriana Patridge. I don't know. I've never heard of her. I might even be saying her name wrong. Uh, Another think, actor? Yeah. I think maybe she was on the hills or something. Okay. I don't know. But they stole a lot of stuff from her. Like, same stuff. Like, bags, clothes, mm-hmm. whatever. She had a video camera, though. <laughs> Home security. So they got a grainy security cam footage footage of them and while you couldn't really tell who it was it ended up on the news (laughs) about time so they're like all right well we'll just go rob someone else so they go to rachel bielson's house now i think rachel bielson was on the hills i don't know these are all like very 2000s celebrities celebrities i don't know either of those people well they went there five times Rachel's house? Yes. Wow. And at this point, this is where, and after, so literally they go to these people's houses, they take a bunch of stuff, and then the bigger stuff they bring to their friend, uh, Johnny Danger. In exchange for drugs and booze? Well, yes, and also you can't sell like Rolexes or like Paris Hilton's like- Custom jewelry? Custom jewelry 
they couldn't like sell it or wear it. Right. So they brought it to Johnny Danger because he could sell it, you know, because he's danger. He's a, he's a he's a high class, uh, straight up stand up guy. Yeah. No. Like black market stuff. Yeah. I don't know. No. Uh, so they bring it to him and then they just go out and get drunk and get high. And this is where they meet Alexis Nyers and mm-hmm. her sister, Tess Taylor. Tess Taylor. What a name. That's pretty good. Um, these two are both models and kind of like Tess Taylor, I guess, was like a playboy. They said cyber girl. I don't even know what that is. Is she just like on the website? I don't know. What that, I have no idea what that is. I don't know. I think she might have before they got their um, they got their reality show. I think she might have been just like a webcam girl. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. So at this time, these two girls were kicked out of their mom's house because they were caught smoking oxy. <sighs> ah. They're also both less than eighteen at this point. God. I was worried about what movie I was going to watch a sleepover. (laughs) (laughs) At 16, 17. 16, 17. Meanwhile, these girls are worried about where they're going to get their next hit of Oxy. But whatever. (laughs) So they are kind of what made this also a bigger deal because they got a show on E! called Pretty Wild, which was pitched to E! as the hippie Kardashians. Oh, interesting. So Alexis and Tess went to go... So they decide they're going to rob Miranda Cure and Orlando Bloom, who were living together at the time. Mm -hmm. And Alexis and Tess allegedly went along. Well, allegedly Tess. Alexis definitely went because she got convicted for it. (laughs) (laughs) And they steal a bunch of things. They steal Orlando Bloom's vintage Rolex watch collection. Collect. Oh, my God. (laughs) Not one collection colle- of vintage Rolex wow. watches. Um, and they steal a painting right off the wall. So now they're just getting kind of sloppy. Yeah. They're not even trying to make it look like they weren't there. Yeah. Bold. Ballsy. Okay. But Rachel's ultimate target was Lindsay Lohan because Rachel's, that was Rachel's style icon. Was Lindsay Lohan? Yes. Before she went nuts? Well, yeah. And at this time, I think Lindsay Lohan was pretty together-ish. Yes. I think this just was around the time Lindsay Lohan was like caught shot li- shoplifting. Probably. So the, also. Yeah, there you go. Oh my God, we have things in common. <laughs> <laughs> you steal from stores. I steal from you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, be best friends. It's like we're the same person. <laughs> It's like we're the same person. Love me. (laughs) It's like looking in a mirror. Are you my sister? Oh my God. Okay, so they get to Lindsay's house. They take a bunch of stuff watches, bags. Herbie? She doesn't have Herbie. Well, you don't know that. (laughs) I think Herbie's actually in like uh, a warehouse somewhere. I'm sure he is. No, I think he's in a museum, like a Hollywood. Even film museum. I think they had a different, the original Herbie for sure, but I don't know about the Herbie fully loaded car. I don't know. Okay, who cares? Moving on. <laughs> they literally ripped a safe off the wall. <laughs> why? I mean, I know why, but why dumb. not? Why not? Um, They've gotten away with it this far, but Lindsay also had security cameras. But better ones? Slightly better. They still could not fully identify them, but they could identify that they were. The same, the same people people that broke into Adrena. I don't know how to say her name. Adrena's. Let me see it. I would, I would say Adrena Patridge. That's what okay. I would say. So you're right. Okay. So broke into Adrena Patridge's house. Mm-hmm. They're the same people for sure. Okay. So they couldn't fully identify them from Lindsay Lohan's security footage. So they're like, you know what? Let's do it again. <laughs> of course. Um, so they decide to rob Megan Fox's house. <gasps> and they oh. this one, they go through the dog door. Oh, weird. I mean, I guess they could fit. Well, skinny of, enough from the drugs. Yeah, one of them goes through the dog door. And unlocks the door and for And unlocks the door for everyone else. So they steal a bunch of stuff. And they keep... The thing is, is every time they do this, if they just shut their mouths and like laid low, I don't think they would have ever gotten caught. 
but they have to brag about it. They're dumb teenagers. They have to brag about it and they have to put it on the internet. Yeah. And this was going really good for a, a long time, obviously. Yeah. Yeah, this um, was still before Facebook, so their options were MySpace or it was early days of Facebook. I think they, there was a Facebook. Early, early Facebook. But I also think MySpace was like still in the game. It, it was. But this was good until an unknown person told the police of what they knew. And with that information, they had arrested Nick. Oh, shit. So in total, they went to Megan Fox's house once. They went to Lindsay Lohan's house once. Rachel Bielsen once. Miranda Keir and Orlando Bloom's house once. Adrian, Adrena Patridge. Adrena Patridge once. And Paris Hilton a lot. <laughs> I don't think... They say, like... Four, but it's also they don't really believe them. Right, that it had to have been more. They think they went back at way more than that. They just don't. They don't want to be in trouble. More trouble. Yes. <laughs> so in total, they stole about three million dollars worth of stuff from these celebrities. God. <laughs> so at first, Nick was not talking at all. But while they were holding him, uh, he wasn't eating, and he got really anxious. Mm. And all of a sudden, and probably it was, there was probably a big, what am I trying to say? When you go off of drugs. He's probably having a, uh, oh my God. It's not relapse because that's what happens when you get clean and you go back on them. Withdrawal. Yes. I think he was probably having withdrawal symptoms from. Yeah. Not being on drugs every night. Yes. Well, it wouldn't be every night. I think when you get addicted to like oxy and stuff, I think you have to have a constant flow. Otherwise you're in pain yeah probably yeah probably that's a, that's a hard drug yeah but after a certain point uh he just told them everything <laughs> probably because he wanted to get out of there so he could get more Oxy. drugs yeah he told them how they chose houses how they planned it how they would google search their addresses and then google search how they were going to get into the house and he also told them that they were planning on hitting the houses of vanessa hutchins uh, Miley Cyrus, Zac Efron, Ashley Tisdale, Hillary Duff, Channing Tatum, and a bunch of others. Yeah, hit the hit the high school musical kids. Why not? <laughs> uh, he also told them that they would sell the bigger items to Johnny Dangerous for cash and that Johnny Dangerous would sell them. And he told them all of this information without setting up any kind of deal for himself. Of course he didn't. So the police could still fully charge him. Yeah. Brilliant. Oh, well. <laughs> Could work. Yeah, crackhead. Uh. Literally. <laughs> okay, so they go on to arrest. They go on to arrest the rest of the bling ring gang because gang's all here. Yeah, gang's all here. <laughs> because Nick, he confessed. He told, gave them all their names. Gave, gave all the names. Yeah. And. So they arrest all of them and they find a ton of stuff. They find dresses, purses, makeup, drugs, guns, naked pictures of Paris Hilton. They didn't take those of her. No, but they she they had them in her house and they took them okay. with them. Yeah. I was like, I feel like I should have known sooner. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> I feel like I should have known sooner that they were taking naked pictures of her while she was there. That'd no. be, that makes this a whole different thing. That makes more sense now, though. <laughs> Okay, so Rachel started to try to blame everything on Nick, saying that it was actually all him. It's her idea. What a true friend. We knew that she wasn't, though. (laughs) There's there's no secret there. And then she realized that that wasn't going to work. And so she just... Confessed? Broke down crying. Basically confessed. She just like cried and cried and cried. And then the one question she had for the detective that was asking her questions was... What did Lindsay say? Oh, my <laughs> God. She's my idol, and we're the same person, and she still thinks, and I still think, and I stole from her. But what did she say? Was she proud of me? Did she say she's proud of me? Basically. God. Crazy. Okay, so Alexis claims that she was only at the Miranda Kerr and Orlando Bloom robbery, and that she was so high off of heroin that she wasn't actually responsible for her actions. I mean, you're still responsible for your actions. I don't care. But also, it is very kind of well known that she was at multiple of these. Right. Uh, yeah. Okay. So now I'm going to read a quote from Alexis herself. 
A little bit of Alexis. I'm a firm believer in karma. I hate this one. I'm so done already. <laughs> Wait, you have to let me get through okay, it. Okay, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. I'm a firm believer in karma. And I think that this situation was attracted into my life because it was supposed to be a huge learning lesson for me to grow and expand as a spiritual human being. I see myself being like an Angelina Jolie, but even stronger, pushing even harder for the universe and for peace and for the health of our planet. God didn't give me these talents and looks <laughs> to just sit around being a model or just like famous. <laughs> I want to lead a huge charity organization. I want to lead a country for all I know. <laughs> Did you like <laughs> Actually, I should do that as a monologue. I felt monologue. really good about that. I'm curious if you... Did you listen to her speak this? No. <laughs> no. Is this verbatim? <laughs> yes. Wow. Yes, this is a quote by Alexis. Did you like my... I thought you did a really good job. Thank you. Yeah. No, that was really good. And we should record that for you as a monologue. <laughs> I want to lead a country for all I know. Looks. <laughs> okay, so Nick was sentenced to two years, but also sentenced with time served. So he literally did no time in jail. Money. Yep. Money will do that. Uh, Diana uh, was an illegal immigrant. Wait, right, right. Where was she from again? Mike, what? I don't know. Oh, I don't, I don't know. Say? No, I don't know where she's from or where her family was from, but she was illegally in this country. Oh, shit. So she got deported? Well, she was threatened with deportation of her and her family if she didn't plead guilty. So she did, but she was only sentenced to probation and three years of community service. Um, Courtney Ames was the one that introduced the group to Johnny Dangerous. Mm -hmm. She got nothing. What? You want to know why she got nothing? Because she gave them Johnny Dangerous. No, because oh. the police officer that was investigating her got somehow got to be the police officer in the movie. And by making that deal, she got off. She got him in the movie? Yeah. Wait, so that I'm I'm curious I'm curious on the timeline now. How quickly after this happened was the movie made? I don't know. I think it was pretty fast. I don't know. It doesn't, it didn't really make sense to me. And it's still, I don't get it, but that's all I know. Okay. There's, right. there's no way to know. Okay. Fair enough. I think she had a famous dad or something. Isn't this the chick that, um, no, that was Nick's dad. Never mind. Okay. Okay. So Johnny Dangerous was charged with a lot of possession, possession charges <laughs> for illegal firearms, drugs, stolen goods, and stolen goods. 10 charges in total and he pleaded not guilty to all of them of course he did lol <laughs> lol so uh he was sentenced for three years rachel our ringleader was sentenced to four years in prisons <laughs> rachel <laughs> she's just doing the prison circuit. cut she, no she's just doing the prison circuit she's doing going to all of them <laughs> it's like a national it's like a tour like a tour yeah, yeah. She's the national one-woman touring company. Uh, she ended up hiring a prison coach before she went to prison. Oh, my God. What did that... To learn what? I'm too pretty for prison. So what did she need a coach for? No, I think she needed a coach to, like, how to make it in prison. So, like, how does one become prison coach there was, an, there was like i think a, you probably must, been an Im i think you were probably in prison at one yeah, time have to be right yeah and the, that prison she was going to i don't know i don't know how it works um but she only spent 16 months in jail what good behavior probably and she didn't do anything that was like a violent crime right that's true most people get out i mean murderers get out before their That's true. sentence is up so this makes sense this tracks <laughs> okay so bling ring the movie is loosely based off the events but i will say so they started filming pretty wild it was day two of filming for alexis nyers and tess taylor and tess that taylor's show. reality show and day two investigators come into their house and arrest Alexis <laughs> Nyers. 
And this movie does such a good job because it is all filmed. You can watch the reality show filmed all of it, her being arrested and everything. Literally, the movie does shot for shot of what <laughs> the reality show did. That's funny. <laughs> That's really smart, though, on their part. It was really funny. Okay, so now I'm going to play you. So, so this is the famous, because this was part of the reality show. This is like the biggest like meme that came out of the whole show. Before memes were memes. <laughs> so I know right here and right now that there is one line, one forward. Gabby, quiet! And one present. Stop! Stop what? I Stop talking! She's praying. I am praying. Please be quiet. I know that I'm always protected. And that karmically my journey just gets better and better every day. And I know that that's the truth. And I thank you all so much for this truth. And so it is. So it is. And so it is. So it is. Well done. The whole Vanity Fair magazine interview totally backfired. Nancy Joe, this is Alexis Nyers. I'm going to let you know how disappointing. Nancy Joe, this is Alexis Myers. I'm calling to let you know how disappointed I am in your story. How horrible you me. You and lied. Like you stop. You lied. Stop it. it. Do it. Stop it. You lied. Stop. Damn it. Nancy Joe, this is Alexis Myers. <laughs> I'm calling to let you know how disappointed I am in your story. There's many things that I read in here that were false. Like you saying that I wore six-inch Louboutin heels to court with my tweed skirt when I wore four-inch little brown BB shoes. $29! Every time you f***ing I have to re-record it! Nancy Joe, this is Alexis Nyers calling. Four times. I'm calling to let you know how disappointed I am in your story and the life that you stood on me when I am going through such a hard time in my life. I opened up to you so that way the world could potentially know what a great, amazing, talented, strong, healthy girl that I am. Not even a girl, young woman. <laughs> oh my God. I am petrified, petrified with this story. I'm so disappointed. And I'm letting you know that I will clear this up. Have a nice life. Goodbye. That was beautiful. You did such a good job of expressing yourself. <laughs> oh my god. That was beautiful. Oh my god. You did such a good job at expressing yourself. Hi, Nancy Joe. This is Alexis Nyers. Four <laughs> times. Wow. <laughs> the shoes. That's like and her. I wore six inch shoes and I That's... was wearing four inch kid black brown shoes. That that was what she kept going back to. That's what she was most upset about. Yeah, her shoes. Her shoes. Wouldn't be caught dead. Wouldn't be caught dead. Well, I think it I think it was more like, Oh, I don't care about this. I'm like going out to a party kind of thing. Mm-hmm. That's what she was upset about, but wild. Very wild. Pretty wild. I just love how at the end of their prayers, so the mom is like super into the secret and the what that book, the secret. Mm-mm. No idea. Uh, it's like a, like a wellness thing, but oh, okay. when they pray, <laughs> the end is, and so it is. <laughs> and so it is. <laughs> well then. Um, but since then, so Alexis Nyers actually wrote a book in 2019. Oh, really? Yes. But her name now is Alexis Haynes. Like the underwear? Oh, yeah. Just like the underwear. Yeah. Um, And the book is called Recovering from Reality, My Journey Back to Wholeness. And, well, she got married. She has two kids now. She's been sober for 10 years. Okay. And her and her husband now actually own a rehab center in Malibu. Wow. And I watched an interview with her, and she actually sounds like a normal person now. Wow. Well, she's been married how long, did you just say? 
I don't know. She's been sober for 10 years. Oh, sober for 10 years. Okay, sorry. So she got sober pretty much right after all this went down. Well, I think after she got out of jail, right. she went right to a rehab center. Yeah. She also said that she thinks if they had continued pretty wild, she would have been dead by now. Oh. Just because of all the drugs. Wow. But yeah, she was wild. That phone call, the whole situation, her mother... And her yelling at I be, who I believe were her sisters, and just yelling at everybody. Her yelling at her, yelling at her dad in the other room. Dad, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's funny, but also the title of her book, "Recovering from Reality: My Journey Back to Wholeness." I know that's most that's mostly what I was laughing at before. Like, okay, but she actually seems like a normal person now. Well, that's good. Good for her. And all I have to say to you, Alexis, is, oh my God, I love that journey for you. <sighs> And anybody that doesn't get that reference, stop this podcast immediately and go binge Shit's Creek. You got a little aggressive over there. I need you to take a breath. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like shaking. She, she's foaming at the mouth. All right. That's the bling ring. Was it dumb? <laughs> no, but I know why you and Brian watched it so many times. Because they're in Paris Hilton's house. Paris Hilton's house is weird. She's got a nightclub room. That doesn't surprise me, actually. I never like thought. She also has a. She also has pictures of herself everywhere. Well, yeah. In her house. It's like a self love thing. There's a deeper meaning to that, I think. I don't know. I think it's weird. Start hanging up our headshots around the house. <laughs> I was thinking about it. We don't have any pictures of you and I up in this house. I know. Well, we'll work on it. Well, thank you for sharing that story, Emily. I feel different now. And so it is. <laughs> All right, got a couple of wild ones for you this week. So first up, January 17th, 2021, by Brianna Grant on Yahoo News. Oregon police are looking for a man who they say stole a car with a child in the backseat, only to return the four-year-old and reprimand the mom about her parenting. What? The carjacking took place outside of a grocery store in Beaverton, Oregon on Saturday when the mom left the car running with the child in the backseat, local authorities said. The mother left the car unlocked and went inside to buy a gallon of milk and some meat, according to the Oregon, Oregon, Oregonian. What a dumb name for a paper. <laughs> dumb. Oregonian. The thief happened. Sorry if you're from Oregon and you read that paper, but I think it's silly. The thief happened to walk by and hopped in the car. He soon realized the four-year-old was in the back seat and U-turned in the parking lot, returning to the, ch- the child to the mother, but not without scolding her. He actually lectured the mother for leaving the child in the car and threatened to call the police on her. The thief ordered the mom to take the child before driving off in the stolen car. The police spokesman, Officer Matt Henderson, said, Obviously, we're thankful he brought the little one back and had the decency to do that. Well, I mean, he still took the car. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's funny that... He, like, yelled at the mom for leaving her baby in the car. Well, the car was running and unlocked. Ah, scary. Yeah, that's questionable, but I also think it's funny that he was like, did he return, give the baby to her, and jump back in the car and go? I don't I don't know if he got out of the car. I think he just told her to get the baby out of the back seat. Oh. <laughs> and then drove away. She's like, you idiot. I'm keeping this car. This is your punishment. <laughs> <laughs> for leaving your kid. Instead of calling the police, I'm taking your car. You were already in. I'm still taking it. Very interesting. All right, that was a little short one. Next up, this one's kind of sweet. January 19th. 19th? 19th. January 19th, 2021, on News 18 Buzz. So dogs and humans have a special connection. After all, they are called a man's best friend. Many dogs have specialized training to help the ill or the injured, and even non-trained dogs seem to sense whenever their owners are unhappy. However, one particular dog's sympathy for his owner resulted in a big financial hiccup for his dad. A man spent upwards of 300 euro to get his seemingly injured dog checked up. As it turned out, the dog wasn't injured at all, but pretending to limp in sympathy for his owner who had a fractured leg. (laughs) Okay, that's really cute. Many animals are known to mimic human behavior. Parrots repeat our speech, monkeys in training repeat actions, and so on. While these actions are adorable, this behavior resulted in many hours of worry and loss of money for Russell Jones. The London resident's video that he posted online of you know him walking around with his dog shows him in a plastered cast. On account of his broken leg, he walks with a limp. Walking beside him is his dog named Bill, who is a lurcher. The animal is also walking with a clearly visible limp in his step and struggling to move. 
Looking at the video, it's obvious why Russell must have rushed to the hospital to get his beloved friend checked out. After x-rays and rounds of examination by doctors, Russell discovered that there was no physical injury to be found <laughs> anywhere on the dog. Oh, he was just like, I don't want you to be embarrassed, Dad. I do it too. It's okay, Dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel like Penny would do that. Absolutely, she would. If one of us had a, a, a limp in her step. She is the most, like, she knows what's going on all the time. All the time. I stubbed my toe once and I fell on the ground. She was so concerned you weren't home. She was like licking my face and she was like crying and yelping like someone help my human help her help her now <laughs> she was so scared <laughs> she is the best emotional support animal there ever was she is you can fake cry and she'll come lick your face yeah true that or you could real cry and she'll come lick your face too true that yeah penny would definitely do something like that though they she, just feel so much she knows they do know she knows dogs know dogs know they're great judge of character and they just know when something's wrong all right this last one Okay, before I read you this next one, I'm going to show you a picture, and this picture will be on our, will be on the Instagram. Can you tell what that is? Looking clearly at the packaging, you know what that is. Fireworks? Right. Because it says it on the packaging, right? Yeah. Yep. Great. Let's get into the story. January 18th, 2021 by Ruben Pinder on joe.uk. Have you ever accidentally put salt in your tea instead of sugar? It seems like the sort of thing that only happens on TV, but I presume it's very disappointing and uncomfortable once you come to come to the realization that you've mistakenly added the opposite flavor to the one you were looking for. Imagine doing that, but instead of it being the wrong flavor, the food explodes in your mouth and leaves you with a broken tooth and chemical burns. What? This unfortunate this is the unfortunate fate faced by Lisa Boothroyd, a mom from rugby in Warwickshire. So Lisa was out shopping for her neighbors at the local cost cutter when she spotted a colorful packet of fun snaps on the shelf. It does kind of sound like chips. If you're so if you're unfamiliar with fun snaps, they're the little balls that would make the big bang when you threw them at the ground. That's what they do. You throw them on the ground and they go oh, okay. pop, pop, pop. So Lisa thought the box contained sweets. And this is the opinion of the article writer, not my opinion. An understandable mistake, to be fair. What with the colorful packaging, what with the colorful packaging, and them being on a sh- supermarket shelf, but soon found out they were not. After popping a handful in her mouth, only to be greeted by a series of mini explosions. This ghastly surprise. Oh my god! Left it's amazing f- she's not brain dead. Left her feeling like her mouth was on fire. So this is her. This is her um, recounting of the experience. I remember the moment I crunched down on a handful of the quote-unquote sweets and instantly felt explosions in my mouth. I felt a burning pain straight away. I'm still in agony and nearly lost a tooth after it cracked from the explosion. That moment I crunched down was terrifying. I had no idea what was happening. I felt explosions in my mouth followed by a burning pain. The fun snaps were with all the other sweets and the packaging was similar, so it was an easy mistake to make. Still not convinced about that. I just keep thinking what would have, what could have happened if I had given them to a child. They could have blown their, her mouth apart. It's been a month since the accident and Lisa says the burns have healed, but she's still waiting on an appointment to fix her dental injuries. Lisa has also, uh, she's also Oof. expressed dismay that such a product would be on the same shelf as sweets aimed at children. Worst of all, they were among the children's sweets. This is her again, quoted. Uh, who knows what could have happened if a child had made the same mistake as me. Again, this packaging, and it's the one she has. I have a picture. So this is a picture of her damage. <gasps> Ooh, girl. But again, there's the packaging. Yeah, those are fireworks. It says it right there. I don't know what to tell you. It says it right there. And the, the, there's writing on the top of the box that clearly says, hey. Oh, you can't see it on this one. Yeah, those don't look like... Those but they don't, don't look, look like, like they candy, be candy at all. Snap, crack, bang, fireworks. It says it on the packaging. Maybe she said they were pop rocks. Maybe, but still, it says fireworks right in the front of the packaging. And on top, all of this writing says explosive. Yeah, yeah. All of it does. So I'm sorry, ma'am, but uh, you're just unable to read apparently at least it doesn't appear as though she tried to like sue the supermarket for having them there or the or the company for like packaging i well the thing is is i don't think she'd win she wouldn't that's what so that's what i'm saying is it's good that she's not trying to do that because she wouldn't win that fight it's clearly posted on the packaging right and no parent is just going to hand their kid a box of these things without having read everything on the box you don't give your kid candy without knowing what's in it no, but it's, it is also weird that the supermarket... Yes, the placement of the packaging, or the placement of the product, yes, very weird. So I'm pretty sure you said that happened in the UK? Uh, 
if the town of Warwickshire is in the UK, then yes. So I'm pretty sure in the US you can't... I think, well, as far as I know, like, whenever there's fireworks... There is a section for there's them. There's just a section literally for them, and that's all that's there. Yeah. You don't just see... Yeah, they're not mixed in with candy. You no. Know, you don't see fireworks... Right. ...just hanging around the store. Right. Also, because it's... A lot of them are, like, flammable. I feel like they probably need their own, like... Dry space to be in. Yeah, area. Yeah. So, like, if there is a problem, it's not all over the store problem. <laughs> yeah. For sure. So, I don't know. You can formulate your own opinion on that, um, friendly listener, but... Uh, Something that... I don't believe... That's just not your smartest moment. But you know what? This is just, like, read everything before... Read the packaging. Like, you read all the instructions. Read all the instructions. Twice. It's... And again, it's, I'm glad this woman's not trying to, like, pursue a day in court or whatever. But it's people like that that is the reason we have to say coffee is hot on cups at McDonald's. Yeah, because someone tried to sue McDonald's once because the coffee was too hot. Yeah. That's... A, yeah. I, if I'm not mistaken, that person won that. I think they did. That. All right. And honorable mentions. First one up. Man self-injects magic mushrooms that grew in his blood, causing <gasps> organ failure. Oh, my. Oh, whoa, that just gives me, like, full body shivers. Weird, right? That's disgusting. He's literally, like, a fungus person now. Oh, my God. Oh. Don't do drugs, kids. Is that a Florida man? I don't know. Perchance. It might be. <laughs> he spent 22 days in the hospital. And he died? He's being he's still being treated. I bet he is. That's just stupid. Oh my god, they started to grow. Oh that freaks me out a lot. So yeah, no idea where he's from, but still. Ooh. Next up. There's a law firm giving away free divorce for Valentine's Day. Oh well. <laughs> well, there you have it. And last but not least. Guy sues Starbucks for denying him cash for his $1.70 gift card. What? He wanted cash value for this $1.70. A lawsuit filed by a man who alleges Starbucks Corp in 2019 wrongfully denied him a $1.70 cash redemption for the balance on his gift card at one of its West Hollywood stores. It was put on hold by a judge due to a dispute over whether the matter should be resolved in arbitration, which I believe means... Because he's too whiny? It's $1.70. <laughs> yeah, I bet it was put on hold. The court was like, no, I'm going to sue you. We've got other things to worry about. I'm sorry. The, the world is a burning trash can right now. It's like the people that... The girl that brought her boyfriend to court because she thought he was being a bad boyfriend. <laughs> like, I that's like, what that reminds me of. I like that story. <laughs> no, it wasn't... Didn't she bring him to court because he didn't propose? Yes, that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> so it's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, people are dumb. He didn't even propose. He didn't even propose. Oh, there you go. Honorable mentions and articles complete. Thoughts? Questions? No, that was great. <laughs> Moral that of the story, don't put fireworks in your mouth. That reminded me of our voice teacher in college. That when we'd get done with the voice lesson, he'd go, thoughts, questions, beauty tips? I, <laughs> no shit, stole that. And I would say that to people at my tables. Like, if I was serving a table of, like, women, <laughs> I would say, uh, all right, ladies, any questions, comments, concerns, beauty tips? <laughs> and I would get a laugh out of some of them, but most of the time, they didn't think it was funny. <laughs> well, maybe you got a tip, a bigger tip. Some of t sometimes I'm sure I did. But that's just because I'm cute. He's mine. <laughs> I wear my ring. <laughs> Shall we do some peaks and pits? Okay. What are your peaks and pits? Singular. Peak and pits. I feel like that was a gradual going into a British accent. You're welcome. I don't like it anymore. Why not? Okay. Sorry. We're done. <laughs> I just choose not to talk anymore on the podcast. Sounds <laughs> about right. It's all you. It's pretty accurate. Okay. So... My pit this week is that I want to go to work again. I miss work. And I'm also getting, I always get into these weird slumps where I'm, sometimes I'm like, I'm never going to book another acting gig again. And that's what I feel like right now. Oh yeah, but that's not, that's just the state of the world. I know, but it's just, 
That's just how I feel on the inside. So that's your pit? Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, and my peak is that when this podcast comes out tomorrow, by then we'll have a new president. It'll be New President's Day. New President's Day. And uh, I think this is such a big deal for for so many reasons. And I don't know, especially with the riots. I mean, that was the cherry on top. And I feel like that was really showing Trump's true colors. Yeah, that... Really, <sighs> did the true colors were revealed. And I actually saw a thing, just real quick on that, that there was a an African-American, a black, a black officer that put on a Make America Great Again hat. Yeah. To help get his fellow officers out of the building. Because he was scared? Yeah. So he put the hat on. I bet he was scared. Yeah. It's so ridiculous. And, you know, I think when a person shows you who they are, you should believe them. And I think especially with what happened, what is that, a couple weeks ago now? Two weeks. Two weeks ago, I, I think we saw. And that's enough. And thank you. Bye. Thank you. Next. Thank you. Next. Thank you. Next. Thank you. Next. How'd I do? Is that a good Ariana Grande? That was good. Thanks, babe. And hopefully this now we can go into this next year with the new president and we can knock out this stupid pandemic because I'm getting really sick of it. You and everyone else, dear. Because I want to work. I know. All right. My peak is that I got to go back to work and I actually made some halfway decent money this past weekend. It was very busy. Like in a good, not like, sorry, it was responsibly busy. No, it was a good busy. It was a good busy. It was a responsible busy. Yeah. uh, Which was really nice. You know what? I don't have a, I don't have a pit this week. I just have peaks. I got peaks on peaks. Another peak is that I got put on hold for a potential, another uh, Slumberland commercial, which is great. Coming up. I want to work again. You'll get to work again. (laughs) It's going to be fine. And then my uh, third peak is that I got big boy body soap and shampoo and conditioner. Yes, this is a big... And it finally came. (laughs) And I'm very excited about it. Okay, so this is the story. (laughs) Dylan has been using a three-in-one shampoo, conditioner, and body soap for probably as long as I've known him. No, that's true. That's true. Um, And I told him, as he is a married adult man (laughs) with a dog... It is time to... Because <laughs> that has so much to do with it. It does. Oh, sorry. You're right. Your child. Yes, dear. Yeah, my fur baby. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's time to have a separate shampoo, conditioner, and body soap. The Elle Woods and me was screaming. And you know what it was about it? So the next day or the next couple following days, I actually saw ads for this thing called Dr. Squatch. That's because Facebook heard me. And Facebook heard us talking about this, for sure. And I went in to the website and they had me do, because obviously the website knows that you're, you're like a first time visitor. So it has you do like a quiz on what you like in your soap. And they gave me a really good deal. I'm, I've used it once so far, just got it today and I'm happy with it. So He's a big boy now. I'm a big boy now. <laughs> well, Emily, was there anything else you wanted to mention? No. No? And so it is. And so it is. And there's the title of the podcast. <laughs> well, friends... Thank you again for listening. We really appreciate you being here. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe on whatever platform you are listening on. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Gray the Podcast. You can follow Emily on Instagram at Emily Sue Bankson underscore. You can follow me at underscore Dylan underscore Michael. Also on Instagram, I will be changing that eventually because it's so annoying to say out loud. You can follow Penny if you really feel like it at the life of Penny Lane underscore. Our artwork was done by my brother-in-law at Joe Valento and our intro music was done by at Erica Von Bank. So make sure to check those guys out. And thank you once again so much for listening. Emily, what has this been? A Penny approved podcast. Bye guys. Toodles. <laughs>